You are now listening to Black Guy Therapy, a therapeutic podcast. Hey, 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 my throat is kind of sore, but I ain't got the COVID. It's because these allergies out here. <laughs> yeah, they're coming right now, people. Man, it is crazy. Yeah. It is crazy. Anyway, welcome to Black Guy Therapy, everybody. If you're out there listening to us, we are a therapeutic podcast. We are designed for black men to vent about issues that generally they wouldn't talk about with other people or something they may talk about at the barbershop. I don't know. It just depends on the day. Right. Um, but basically, we are a place to vent, a yeah. um, place to yes. speak our mind, and, and, and we are a safe space. Um, so we're, we're here. We help you uh, to maybe, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, expand your thought on some things, mm-hmm. maybe. I mm-hmm. don't know. Well, yeah. We just here, but what's up, Joe? How you today? Good, man. How you doing? Uh, you know, I'm just I'm just living the dream. Um, you know, got a pocket full of money. Sold my house, so I'm feeling yeah. good. You know, hey. I'm debt free. Winning. I'm debt free. I am officially debt free. Winning. Yeah. Uh, how many people can say that? In, in these, hey. new nine, these new United States, not right? In these new United States, right? Yeah, yeah. no, that's so, good stuff, man. Yeah, man. Congratulations. So, appreciate that. Appreciate it. I'm homeless, but I'm dead free. Hey, <laughs> that's all right. <laughs> yeah. So, so that's all good. Um, but yeah, other than that, uh, not much, not much going on. Okay. Living the dream. Right. Mm-hmm. What about you, man? You know, just uh, looking forward to the day when I can. Go back to places. Yeah, me too. Um, I'm about tired of going. Matter of fact, I don't even go inside the grocery store no more. I do the, the grocery pickup where you just pull up and they put ah, in the car for you. Gotcha. You do that? No, we actually have been getting it delivered probably since we lived over here. I, well, everybody ain't able. I don't have oh, money. Oh, man, stop. I don't have money like that. I don't stop. have money like that to nah, get it it like to that. my house. It, However, comma. <laughs> I will pull up to the grocery store and they'll bring it out and put it in my car. I I, I can do that. <laughs> it, it, and it costs the same for either one. Does it? It man, yeah. Is so it about the same? Amazon Prime. That's all it is. Oh, okay. And I hate to give that plug. I, I'm Bezos winning off me right now, but they do groceries. Mm-hmm. Like Whole Foods, they they pick up from Whole Foods and uh, so when, deliveries free. You just pay. Because you have it's part of the membership. Oh man, yep. That's that's new. That's news to me. Yeah. So we every Friday, Christina puts the order in, and then Saturday morning, early afternoon, it's out here. It's out there. Okay. And it's usually two different deliveries because, like I said, it's two different places, and then we just take it out, put it up, and that's our staging area right there. We clean everything every time. Okay. Wipe it down and put it up. That's that's. Now, like I said, we. We will put the order in, and who do we we use? I mean, we, we use either Target or Kroger. Yeah, we did Kroger order. for we did Kroger for about a year. Well, year Kroger, Kroger always messing up my order though. So that's another reason why we stopped. But Target, if you got a Target in your in your area that has a mm-hmm. grocery, mm-hmm. they legit. No, and they don't touch you. They they put the thing on the on the window, they confirm it, and then they open your door or wherever i mean i drive a truck they're like we'll put it in the back for you throw it back there and then yep that's it i don't even yep. i don't touch groceries till i get to my house you know the other thing that used to make me a little upset i would always try to wait to open the trunk because you know you got the automatic trunk right yeah i would try to wait till i saw them coming up with the little cart mm-hmm. and i would open the trunk and they see it open slow and then they would try to close it when they was done and i'd be like stop stop yeah. 
I will close it. I'm like, how did you not see? I think that's a habit, though. It gotta you know, be. You just, yeah, you it gotta closing. be. It's just, it'd be like that sometimes. Yeah. And then, you know, nothing against anybody working, but a lot of times people working jobs like that are not the highest operating. <laughs> you, know, you know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to dis- discourage anybody because I've seen some very high operating people in these places, but a lot of times I see a lot of low operating people. So let me, let me, I'm going to say it like this. It's funny when you say that and it almost sounds like a shot, but the reality is when you go to a place like Kroger before all this COVID stuff, they have a lot of people who are either on the spectrum yep. or I don't know if you can say retarded anymore. Uh, you can't. I think you got to say mentally challenged. Okay. Ooh. Mentally I don't know. I don't know if you, you can't say retarded. Okay. Like so I, I don't know the proper. So forgive me, but whatever that term is, and, and it's, I love what they're doing because they're giving opportunities to people who normally would not get them. Yes. So it's fantastic. But yeah. to your point. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> the, there's a girl and I talk to her every time I go to, to Kroger. I'm, I mean, and you know, like she's autistic, mm-hmm. but Autistic people are really good with some things like some with names, some you know. Absolutely. But I talk. She knows who I am. Yep. She waves. She says hi. I talk to her, and we have a normal conversation, yep. right? And she's employed. She's making money. She's yes. living. I mean, now granted, she probably has some assistance at home, but she's living on her own. She's self sufficient. Yeah. And that's all. That's all anybody wants to be is self sufficient. Yes. And, and I'm it, all for that. And one thing that's also interesting. And this is. Way off of where we're probably going to go today. But one thing that's really interesting, my wife being a teacher, they deal with children on the spectrum all the time. What I learned since being married to her is that the spectrum, they call it a spectrum for a reason. Because when you think about the color spectrum, it's vast. There's all of these colors that fit within the spectrum. Even if you just talk Roy G. Biv, there's all of these colors that fit within the spectrum. So when you think about the, uh, I don't know, I don't, uh, I don't know if it's considered like the mental capability spectrum or what, what they would consider it, but you got very, very high functioning folks. And then you have people who are that need the assistance that are, that do get the checks every month because they just cannot function. Yeah. So the folks that are unfortunately, and I say blessed and I say that because there's always something that can be learned from it. Yeah whether it's the development of somebody in that mm-hmm. household, a parent or a brother, a sister, somebody who learned something from this experience, blessed with this condition, now they're able to be gainfully employed. Yep. In some cases, they do need help from families. In some cases, they're high-functioning enough where they, they're living on their own. Yeah. And I saw there, there was a TV show that like highlighted yes. a group of, uh, yeah. and I don't remember what channel it was on, but I, I ended up watching it. But there was it was a group of, um, they were autistic, mm-hmm. but they were function high functioning enough to where they could live on their own. Yes. Now somebody checked on them weekly, of course, but of course, yeah, they were good to go yep. by themselves. Yep. So and, and Christina Watt is so she's the documentary and these react not reality, but I guess it's kind of like reality show queen. Like she loves those shows where there's like people on the spectrum and and them finding love. Yeah, she watches these types of shows all the time, and um me sitting in a couple of times just watching it with and it's like dang these are still human beings at the end of the day that's end what of the we're day, all are. that's what we all yeah, are about talking yeah. Like, yeah still human beings is just they have it takes them a little bit longer 
Yeah. That's it. And and what's to say that it I mean, it may take us a little bit longer yes. to understand it. and to them it's it's fine, right? Yep. So yeah, I, I don't know. So I wanted to make sure I did that to let people know that what you're saying, you ain't out here taking pot shots at no, nobody. No, no, it's no, it's a legitimate not. fact. Yeah. When you go into these stores, that's who you see. And it's like, and I remember probably I moved here in 2006. So it was maybe around 2010. I asked my, I was like, man, every time I come in here, I see these people with special needs. I wonder what's going on. And it just never stops. So I was like, yeah, this is them saying we are invested. Yep, we're invested and we're inclusive of everybody. That's it. Yep. So not not just Goodwill anymore because it was Goodwill for a long time that, right. that hired right. people like that, but now it's everybody. Everybody. Yeah. yeah Nobody everybody wants to be it. off that boat. Yep. And I mean, just think you're giving because some of them have medical issues. You got these folks working there full time; they're able to be insured. Yep. Got benefits, so, legit benefits. Yeah, it's legit. No, nah, that's good stuff. So I, I'm actually glad you brought that up. But again, to all the listeners, I hope y'all can discern the information and, and hear what we're saying and know that it's much broader than just saying, yeah, I got these slow people. Yeah. yeah. Or, or these people that ain't so smart. No, yeah. no, this is, you got people who are legitimately on the spectrum who are dealing with legit issues that have yep. been fortunate enough to be blessed with this opportunity. So that to me is beautiful. Yes. Most definitely. Now, mm-hmm. I'm going to I'm going to take a hard left. Shift gear. Skirt. Skirt skirt. <laughs> okay. Hard left. So obviously a couple days ago we had the vice presidential debate. Yeah. Yeah, we did. The fly was the winner of the night. He was, unfortunately. Unfortunately. But we think about that. So this might make some folks mad. Okay. I'm going to go first. <laughs> I thought the fly was funny, but it was also sad because that's what all the memes were about. And the only reason why that was sad was because even after the debate was over, the memes were done. How did that help us as a culture? So that was my that was my thought process when I started seeing all the memes. The second part to that was, although I'm not a uh, the the most avid supporter and fan of Kamala Harris, I saw a a woman with dignity. I I watched her sit there because I didn't think I would watch the debate, but yeah. I watched about an hour of it. Yeah, well, hell, you might as well watch the last yeah. thirty minutes of it. Right. <laughs> um. Excuse me, but um. I watched her sit there as Pence consistently broke the rule. Man, I think everybody was saying that. Like, how come the 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 moderator is allowing? She's saying, "Thank you, Mr. President." Thank he, you. He's continuing to talk, but then when it's her turn, she, she's a little more stern. Yeah, it's like, all right, we're done, right? And I and and so when I heard that, here's what I thought: because there were a couple of times when uh, Ms. Harris actually said. May I, may I respond to that? Okay, you've only got 15 seconds. And what does she do? Here's my point. Boom, 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 boom. Done. Yep. And it, and it to me, again, just speaking to Kamala's background, she's Indian, India, and African-American. Is yeah. that it? Am I yeah. right with that? She's, she is African-American and Indian. Her, well, no, I thought her parents was like, 
dad was true African and and or Jamaican. Let me look. He, at, he's look true it something because I thought both of her parents were immigrants. I I to, think to you're me. right. So so again, I'll apologize. I pulled this up as we're talking about it, but it it showed me a characteristic that is all too true to this country that we live in. Every every person, every group, man, woman, the female issues, the LGBTQ issues, the people of color issues that exist in the United States of America, they have one common foe. And it's it, it sucks to say it, but I'm not ashamed to say it. The common foe is the white male. Right. So she says she's the first African-American and first Asian-American. It's Asian. India is in Asia. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Perfect. So there you go. That's been, so that's, that's a, that's an, anyway. I mean, yeah, I'm going to say what I need to say to get who I need to get. I don't like that. I mean, hell, I, I have about 23% white in me, but I'm not saying. Right. I'm. I digress. I'll stop. Digress, yeah. I'll stop. But, but that's that's the first thing and the most important thing that I noticed. The memes and stuff, that came secondary because that was later on. Yeah. But I was like, man, it is his privilege to consistently and continually not just overspeak Ms. Harris, but also the moderator. Yep. Understanding what just happened in the first debate with Biden and Trump, they put these procedures in place as a result of that right right and he said i don't care i'm going to do what i want to do how i want to do it i don't care about your rules and every time you say mr vice president okay thank you mr vice president thank you thank you every time you say, i'm just going to continue to talk and normally when people do that you think they're trying to get like maybe a sentence in yeah he would go on for like five Man. six seven eight sentences and i'm just thank you mr president thank you mr president thank you mr president yes thank you mr president mr president or not mr president mr vice, vice president yes yeah but you you get what i'm saying yeah yeah and so you saw it just like i saw it. i saw it and and more than likely like everybody else saw it yeah so for me i was like this is privilege personified mm-hmm. this is exactly what bothers so many people in this country is this. If that were me trying to get an extra word in, how would it be, how would it be met? And and not necessarily putting that on the moderator because she, and, and you know, and I don't know if you, well, I know you didn't cause you said that you only watched um, just an hour of the, of the debate, but about, I watched yeah. some of the commentary afterwards. Mm, okay. So, First off, I don't trust polls because polls are stupid, right? Of course. So it was like 60-40 that, that Kamala beat Pence, right? Mm-hmm. But I'm like, how? And then, I mean, obviously there's a certain type of person, but 40% of people, do you realize Pence never answered a question? Not Every once. time he she asked a question, he'd be like, well, let me go back to this. Yes. Especially when they were talking about like abortion, I think it was abortion they were talking that, that, about. That came up. Yep. He did not. He now he's like, I want to talk about. They were talking about something in the Middle East. He's like, I want to talk about this. And never once asked yes. a question. So and I'm and I'm thinking I'm like, are people and and I'm watching Twitter too. People are like, oh my God, Pence is killing her, and I'm like, how? Yeah. But then 
like I sent you that video earlier today yeah. um, about the, and, and I'm not talking about Trump supporters. I, I know there are some very good Trump supporters out there. Like maybe, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't want to like put them all in the same box. Right. 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 Just don't uh, speak on behalf of any of them. Yeah. But you know, a lot of them, they, what, what, they, what they do, they listen to alternative facts. Yes. Right. So I feel like there was a bunch of alternative facts going on. Yeah. But let's, so what were we talking about earlier? So her mother's Indian, right? Mm-hmm. Um, who, she was a, a doctor, breast cancer research lady, that's biologist. A, that's she was a biologist. Cool. That's very cool. Dad is uh, British Jamaican. Okay. I thought it was, so that, I'm sorry. I got to say this real quick. That burns me up because there's no such thing as British Jamaican. There is Jamaican that came to. So if you look at a lot of the people, the people of color mm-hmm. in England, London, they have a British accent or or that English accent. Listen to them and tell me you can't hear that Patois. Mm-hmm. All of them or African. It's one of the two. There's There's no such... I'm British, but I'm no, 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 no. Yeah. You're Jamaican and you just happen to be here or you were born here, but your parents, everybody in your lineage is Jamaican. Yeah. Sorry. Sidebar. I mean, there you go. I mean, this is, this is, we are reading straight from the internet, the interwebs here. Yeah. Um, but both of her parents, immigrants. Yep. Um, she's born here, obviously on the paper, they're going to say she's black, right? right. Cause where, where else do you, ain't no spot for British Jamaican and British Jamaican Indian. Yeah, ain't no spot for that. <laughs> no. uh, okay, you're born in Oakland, California. You're a black girl, yeah. right? So, I get it. I mean, let's be real. I think she has uh, her whole life identified as a black woman. I mean, she went to HBCU. She's in a black sorority. Um, she's AKA straight yeah. up. So you know what I'm saying? Like this is her identity. Yeah. I'm with it. You know, I'm not, yeah. I'm not, I'm not questioning her blackness. Cause if that's how she's lived her whole life, I mean, she's had to go through <clears throat> the same things as me. I mean, we even saw that on the stage right? and I'm saying all that to get back to the point. Cause I, I took a hard left. I'm coming back. Um, as the preacher says, watch this, watch this. I'm almost done. I'm almost there. <laughs> um, she, when she was on that stage with Pence, she had to do everything in her power mm. To not look like an angry black woman. Yes, sir. And and, and you could tell it was hard because it was. Oh, she gave him the face. She gave him the face. She gave him all the faces. But but here's what's interesting. We understand. So culturally, there's a difference. Like obviously, our facial expressions tell a story, and and that's beyond race. But there are specific faces that come in certain cultures. And, and it's weird if you've never thought about this. Pay attention. Because I've watched this. In our community, the level of disgust or anger or fear or anxiousness, whatever it is, happiness, it looks a little bit different. Like a happiness, a smile is a smile. Yeah. For the most part, doesn't matter. But look at anger. Anger looks a little bit different. Like I've noticed because I grew up in a I grew up in Inkster, Michigan. And because of the church that we went to, we were able to go to a private school and they waived our tuition because we were, the, we were like a charity case, Help basically. Exactly. <laughs> so, so we were able to take advantage of that. Yeah. But what I saw was from some of the friends that I had that didn't look like me, when their parents, moms would be mad, they'd be like, so it's more like a surprise yeah. look. 
I can't mean, believe you don't. I exactly. Can't believe Why would you do something? And clutch the pearls. Look, clutch the yeah. There it is. Something like that. There it is. In ours, I never saw that. <laughs> okay, I got you. Yeah. I'll be okay. I'll be right back. <laughs> you want to play with me? <laughs> I'll be right back. So it's still a little bit different. So when yeah. I saw her faces, I'm like, this is surface. Yeah. She's trying. And I'm glad you said that because I was like, she's trying so hard. And I actually was not a fan at all of Miss Harris until the debate. I okay. saw the debate and I saw what you said, which is she's being disrespected because she's a woman, number one. Yep. And number two, because she identifies as a black woman. That's what, the way I took it. Yep. But then the woman who was the moderator was also being disrespected. Yep. By the same foe. And, and I'm I think I'm gonna end the conversation on this. Isn't Pence like this profound Christian and believes in all these Christian values and principles. evangelical principles and values? I mean, he identifies that way, right? Absolutely. But yet he didn't do any of those things while he was on that stage. And and I'm not the the most uh I'm not the one who can read the Bible or, or quote the Bible to you cover to cover. But one thing I will say is that following rules is definitely a part of Christianity. Yeah. I mean any any religion. Any period. religion. I mean, there's always rules in it, right? And the only reason I stay with Christianity was because that's the way he identifies. But every religious group on the planet, yep. there are rules that you have to follow. There were rules in place. He said, forget the rules. I'm going to do it my way. I'm the vice president. I do what I want. Do what I want. Well, I'm in on that because I don't want to talk about that no more. Agreed. I mean, that, that, that's... We're not a political podcast. That's not us. We're it's a computer not. podcast. But I mean, we needed to get that out because we, we as black men, I mean, our mothers are black, right? Yep. So we have black women. Every black man in this country has a black woman in his life. That's right. So you could see it on the face, mm-hmm. and you just, at some point, it's like you see you see your mama, yeah, and you want to help her. Yeah. Oh. You know what I'm Ooh, saying? Man. So I'm sorry. I got to stop here. I know you want to get off of this, but. Oh, no. Go ahead. We, what you just said, I think, is probably one of the most. I don't remember. Where's the clap at? You know where the clap uh, is? Oh, man. No, no, no. I don't know. What That's the, mess. There it is. Hey, <laughs> you needed that one for what you just said. And we talked about this a little bit last time. There's this ignorant narrative that black men don't ride for black women. And what you just said is exactly what I felt, but I did not put it into words that way. And it was, it was something inside of me, an innate desire that I I really couldn't speak to, but I was so angry. And it's almost like you said, that protective nature was coming out of me. Now, of course, there's nothing I could do about it, but it was like, I was like, what? But now that you say that, that's exactly what it is. It's like, I saw, I saw my, I'm looking at, like, I'm looking at Kyle, I'm looking at, I'm looking at a parent. Yes. And I'm like, I need to help you. (laughs) What can I do to help you? Let me step up there and see if you keep doing that. Exactly. And and that's what it was. It's like, somebody needed to slap this dude. That's how I was feeling like. Somebody needs to slap him for feeling like he can do this. So, and I'm, and again, 
yes, this we're not a political podcast by any means. However, politics, government has intentionally impacted people of color for years. And this is another way or another manifestation of it. So I'm glad we actually went through that because I think it's important for people to hear that. Yeah. Like it, it ain't just on some, I'm going to put my knee on George Floyd's neck for eight plus minutes or put eight bullets in Breonna Taylor. It's bigger. It's more than just that. It's yep. even on the highest level. I'm going to disrespect you because you don't matter. Yep. And ain't nobody even saying this is a racial thing. I wonder why. Yeah. And well, that's a, that's a subject for another. Yeah. Day. We can I'm, leave I'm that not, there. I'm not. Yeah. I could have <laughs> expanded and I think I probably could have went historical with it, but I'm not going to expand on that because I'm, I'm done. I'm done. I don't want to talk about Pence. I don't, I don't care about him or Trump. I, I'm done. Yeah. So um, just know that we out here thinking of our black women all day. Right. Thinking of our mamas. Yep. Any other black people in our yeah. life, any other black women in our Absolutely. life. Absolutely. I mean, what, what, did, what did Malcolm X say? Most disrespectful woman on the planet is black woman. Yeah, man. So you saw you it. Go. You saw the country, the world saw it. Yep. Last night. Yep. Woo. Okay. We're going to take another. Another hit. hard left. I mean, dude, there's so much in the news right now. It I'm, is. I'm trying to like hit it, is. Hit it yeah. all. So. The proud Bo- was it the proud boys yeah. trying to kidnap the governor of Michigan. Michigan. I don't know if it was proud boys, but somebody. It was somebody. Jesus Christ! Thirteen is, people arrested. Is that where we're at now as a country? And it's funny because she's a Democrat, yep. number one, and historically Republican, white, Democrat, black. Yep. Historic. Oh. Well, yes and no, I guess, because historically Fair. Republican, black. Democrat white and then the shift happened in like the fair. 30s or something fair. Like that. very fair very fair so um but but it was just interesting because my thought was everybody said that one of the one of the biggest attributes that Trump would bring to the White House is that he would embolden white supremacist supremacist and you're seeing that you're actually seeing the manifest like when is the last time in the United States there was a coup to kidnap a public official, a governor of a state? Yeah, I, not in my lifetime, not in. Well, and that's the thing. I don't know. Maybe did it happen? In, Maybe in the in the 1900s. Did you know, I don't I don't I don't remember. I don't even remember reading anything about any governors being kidnapped now. Presidents being assassinated, yes, all the time. You see that 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 happens. But when we're talking about on the state level, yes, I haven't. I've That's never different. seen anything like that. That's different. Now, I do know, um, Aaron Burr. You know, who Aaron Burr is the name. I know okay. the name. You know Alexander Hamilton. Yes. Okay. So okay. Alexander okay. Hamilton. That's why. Yes. Aaron Burr was like Alexander Hamilton's nemesis. Yeah. Burr did try to overthrow. The government period he, he tried to like go out west and overthrow the government with the help of another country he, yeah he tried that here in these states yeah um but that was in the 1700s right so think about how long it's been since you've had somebody who tried a coup like this yes. right um again that's 1700s right, right? like this is 2020 yeah. so it's, it's been a while 
It has. And and here's what I'm going to say, too. If you remember, COVID was at its pinnacle. What happened in Michigan at the state building? It was overran by white supremacists with their guns, their AR-15s and M4s and pistols and everything else. Mm-hmm. And their body armor, mm-hmm. military Which type is illegal. body armor. Mm-hmm. And they did their thing. And nobody got arrested. Nobody, they, they stormed a, a federal, well, I say a federal building, a state building, which is a government building. Government, yeah, I was going to say government. Um, they stormed a government building, which 90, and I'm going to say this because, you know, I, I assume that 99% of government buildings, unless you are a law enforcement official, you are not going to be able to carry a weapon into that building. What? Not without being beat down by the police. What? Us. I'm just, just throwing that out there. So when you see something like this happen, we're in Michigan, my home state. We about to ride. And and they didn't call them a white supremacist group or a white nationalist or anything like that. They called them protesters. And a militia. And a militia, yeah. And a militia. and a militia. Which is the same thing they talked about for these 13 men that were arrested. A part of a militia. Yep. And, and I'll, I'll come back to that term here in just a second. But what happens when... An emboldened group of men, women, storm a government building and there's no repercussions to their actions. Oh, no. Tell me. They feel emboldened enough to try to kidnap a governor. Exactly. (laughs) Oh, we could do this and nobody said anything. Let's do this. It's going down. (laughs) So let's talk about white. They're not going to bother us. Now, let's talk about malicious. The only way the American government could stop the Black Panther Party was by calling them a what? Uh, a militia. And a, making... A, a, first, they called them Black Nationalist... They called them a Black Nationalist Militia. Mm-hmm. They had an agenda to push Black ideas to endanger the ways of society. American, At that time, yes. society was... White. <laughs> so there you go. So they made what to stop <clears throat> Panthers and militias? So they created the FBI. Uh-huh. Um, well, I say they created the FBI. It was it was that was around they were a little bit before, however, comma, like the FBI was their focus was the Black Panther Party. Their mm-hmm. focus was um Martin Luther King, their focus was Malcolm X, their focus was anybody of, who, color. of color who was pushing an idea that we are equal mm-hmm. we are able mm-hmm. and we can do just what they do and we deserve equity we deserve it all equality yep and the like yeah so it's interesting to me that they were the attempt was to disband the panthers by calling them a militia putting legislation in place making militias illegal yep correct me when i'm saying something wrong here well um Militias aren't illegal. They're not illegal. However, comma, when you start doing, you can't operate, like you can't start overthrowing. Because, I mean, technically, we could be a militia, right? Because what right. is it, like two, three or more gathered or two or more? I don't know what the is law that, says. Okay. But um, it's not that, that big of a group. It's, right. It's kind of small. Right. Um, but, you know, they could say, you know, three or more people gathered preaching this ideal is a militia. Right. Okay. So then I'll back down off of that. But from my understanding, 
a part of the the government's process to disband the Panthers outside of the infiltration with drugs and moles and all this other stuff we won't even get into. It was also trying to find a way to make it illegal because again, the Panthers started and their purpose was to do what? Uh, Well, it was called, and I think people forget when we talk about the black Panther party and I love the black Panther party. I'm not a black Panther, which there's a chapter here. There is. Um, I'm not part of it, but I I watched them from afar. (laughs) Um, but the full name, Black Panther Party for Defense. Yes. Because what was happening to our people at the time? Getting beat down, killed, mauled everything. by animals, shot with water hoses, everything you can everything. think of. Everything. Yep. It was a rough time. It was very, very bad. So Black Panther Party for Defense. And where did they take their, they took their principles from, um, oh crap, what is the name of that guy? I cannot think of his name. I'm going to kick myself. He wrote a book called Negroes with Guns. They, um, what's my man? Huey Newton re- read that book, Negroes mm-hmm. with Guns, which you know what that book about. in the South, yeah. Dude, dude in North Carolina came North back Carolina. from war, saw that they were tearing and his armed people up everybody. Apart, armed said, up everybody. Come here if you want. Yep. And yes. when them Klan people name? started riding through there, yes. they started shooting back, and the Klan quit Stop riding coming through. There. through. So yep. there you go. So yeah, and, and again, that that's what I think about. So you have a group with a name that carries weight. Anytime you hear a militia, it carries weight. It does. Because, I mean, what, how did the United States start? Like, we, you had to have a well-regulated militia yes. to fight. Preach. And that's how we got, well, I say we, I mean, my people weren't part of it at the time. That's how they. But that's how they got, they broke free from England. Yes. Yep. With a well-regulated militia. Yes. And now you have people who are like, the Constitution says that we have we're supposed to have a well-regulated right. militia. Right. So I am within my right yes. as an American citizen, citizen. <laughs> because of the Constitution to create and form a well-regulated militia four times. When the president says stand back and stand by, and you need to take back liberate your city, yes, or your state, because mm-hmm. what did the president say? Liberate your state. Yes, he tweeted that. Yes. That was the call. That was it. That was the call. That was a call to arms. And I think back to um, the the issue that took place. And, and this is something that saddens and angers and frustrates me. When the Dakota Access Pipeline was trying to make its way through the the West, the Midwest, all the way through. Because, you know, this is this pipeline was going to go through through so many different states. Yeah, but it was going native land through native land and it was going to desecrate not just their burial grounds, but also it was going to be potentially a major impact to their ecosystem because it was going underwater that they used not just for drinking, but irrigation, all these different types of things, everything. Right. Mm -hmm. So. These folks stormed another government building. And I can't remember what state that was. Oregon. Was it Oregon? I was thinking Oregon. Yep. it was something, something right that way. But I'm like, and, and what I heard all of those folks saying is they're trying to take our land. This is our country. And I'm like, what type of evil, disgusting, despicable person do you have to be to say this is my country? Somebody else needs to leave. But the somebody you're referring to was here before you. Yeah, your people killed my people, and now it's your country. Uh, yeah. 
how, how do you get to that place mentally and emotionally? Well, um, that's called nationalism. Yes, uh, it is. is. What, that is what you're, you're, I say you're, that's what the president is trying to, because what he tried to ban the 1619 project and it's now, um, he signed an executive order to put some like national, national, uh, I don't know, national reading in schools, national National something in school. Did you see that? Mm-mm. Yeah, he signed an executive order, basically uh, commissioning a project that that teaches our students about being American and how great it is to be an American and all that. Uh, and he did that to combat the sixteen nineteen project because gotcha. basically, you know, I guess white folks are tired of having that white guilt, which lets me know that they feel some type of way about it because they're trying to do things to counteract. Yes. The, the thing. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So it's like, oh, let me do something else so I don't have to think about this. And, you know, I, I don't, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Um, but that's that happened. Um, that happened like a couple weeks ago. That was recent. So let me ask you this. He was very clear in what he was trying to accomplish. He said, and, uh, and we might hear my, do- my doorbell ring here in just a second. I see some some, some delivery stuff coming. But he said he was not going to continue to pursue a secondary round of a stimulus due to COVID until when? Until after the election. So basically, that's almost like a quick. Well, I say, I don't know what to believe anymore. My my law, I'm, I'm about to put my law hat on. But mm-hmm. with my law hat on, I don't know what is what because, um, I mean, the, the rules, it's like they've been thrown out the window all the way and so i'm like i don't i don't know i mean what does this mean <laughs> to, to me you know if i'm interpreting this quid pro quo i mean that's you're basically saying in order to get this i need this yep. right if you want some money from me from the from the government if you want this extra check yeah. put me back in office that's which, the way i took it which is terrible because if you think about it it's like well if you're gonna hold this hostage just because just for me to vote for you i'm not gonna vote for you i'm gonna vote for the other person Cause they're going to give it to me anyway. Right. I mean, it not, and here's the thing. I don't work in, in Trump, Trump's camp, but I don't think he has the smartest people around him. He, you know what? And, and I'm going to, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to disagree, but I'm going to say at this point in time, I think it's clearer than ever to me that the lack of strategy and, and, uh, I'm trying to think of the right word to say, but like, look, the lack of vision. Here's the thing. We, <laughs> we know that he had no intention of being president. He let's think about his, his, his victory party. He literally rented a small room at a hotel president Cl- or president Clinton. Um, Madam secretary Clinton. Mm-hmm. Um, she, uh, had a big room cause she knew like, is it right? Yeah. They had, balloons they had all this stuff because they knew she was gonna get it it. and then it just didn't work out that way so trump was just as surprised as she was absolutely and it's like oh shit i'm the president and and what's even crazier or funnier and and we got to get off of this yeah we got stuff but it's just just weird it is but it's so impactful to us and and it goes beyond just voting it it goes to well i'll save that but it's also interesting what you just said about how you didn't expect to win. Cause I look at now and I'm like, he's not a politician. Nope. 
We clearly see that. He didn't go to school for politics. Yeah, we, we clearly, I don't even know if he went to school. Don't real. even know, right? <laughs> He's not polished. No, not at all. He doesn't have decorum. Nope. He doesn't have diplomacy. 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 I always say diplomacy. He doesn't have tact. He doesn't have any of that. So it tells me, hmm, okay. Somebody else is is pushing all the buttons. Yeah, and we know who that is. So, and that person who's pushing the buttons is a open white nationalist. That's where I was going to go with this. Yep. So, uh, and, and Trump, I don't think Trump is... And I want people to hear me clearly when I, I don't know if he's a, a racist or not. What I do know that he is, is a capitalist. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he gonna, he, he's definitely that. He's going to capitalize on anything that anything, benefits Oh, him. my, anything. So. And why wouldn't I try to be the president? Because like yeah. you said, and, and we talked about this with Henry a long time ago. Once you leave out of that office. You set. You set for life. Yep. You, you got to work again. For life. You got Secret Service for life. Uh, yeah, I mean, you get a library in the in the state of your. Well, usually it's your home state, so you get like a presidential library, and then they set up like a foundation. Usually, think about that. So now you got a foundation. So now he was already doing sleazy shit before. Mm-hmm. He can really do some sleazy stuff with his foundation. Like Boy, run running money through there. Come on now. And on top of that, Henry always talks about it. He gets some book deals. Yep, he can do is. some interviews. Yep. He can do some uh, autobiography documentaries, whatever he wants. Any president can, for that matter. Yeah. After your time is done, you can sell yourself for the rest of your life. Yep. Because I mean, shoot, how much is Obama charging to book to come to something? I have he probably no idea. Something ignorant. I know probably, I would. I'd be like, shit, it's gonna be about two fifty just, just for me six, to come yeah. for an hour. Right. And and you gonna pay it. <laughs> and 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 in President Obama's case, he actually is is the outlier because he is biracial. Yep. So as a man of color, what is your experience? Oh my! It's, this is crazy. This is unprecedented. Yeah. Please talk. So yeah, yeah. He, he's set for life. So it doesn't matter any of his business ventures. None of that stuff matters anymore. No. He could fail at everything business wise for the rest of his life. Because he's gonna he win the title because he's the president. Yep, there you go. Or former, we hope former, he's former, former. president. I'm yeah. gonna go ahead and put it out there in the atmosphere. Former. Yeah, yeah. I, I honestly think he's gonna lose, but I'm done talking about president. I hate him. I don't hate people. I hate him. Yeah, I. I, <laughs> I, I, I yeah. And I'm done. Next, I think that covers most of the current events right now. Yeah, um, it does. There was something that you wanted to talk about. It is okay. So let's get let's get on that before we get. Before we run out of time, so yes. let's let's go ahead and get that. Going. So while you're pulling that up, let me kind of uh, give a little background. Doctor Francis Cress Wilson, a a extremely prominent figure in the community of of thought, and I I want to say that specifically. I don't want to talk about the career path. I want to talk about yeah. thought because thought is way more important than whatever field you study in. What type of information are you sharing? How are you trying to open people's minds? She has so many wonderful things to say and to discuss and to provoke thought. And I heard an interview, uh, a partial interview, and I went and looked up the rest of it and I wound up watching the whole thing. But just a brilliant woman that had some information to share that kind of shed a little light on some things for me. 
because I asked myself a question and I talked about it here. When Alton Sterling was was murdered in Louisiana, yep, that one broke me down. I went out on my back patio that day and I and I broke down, kind of cried a little bit. And I asked God one question. Why do white folks hate us so much? And I never got a, a, an answer that helped me to kind of deal with that reality, because the reality is America, again, deals with a heart condition. Yeah. And the folks who kind of make the country move are the ones with the heart condition. Yeah. Because they grew up. With a father or mother who had that same heart condition, and it was just genetic. Makes sense. So it was like. I don't know how to feel. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to think. And then when I heard this, I was like, oh, my God. This has got to be a part of it. Yeah. So, so let's play. Let's play. We're going to play like a probably minute minute clip from our. Hopefully okay. This. And then you can expand on that. Yeah, let's okay. do it. Oh, well, I guess it's not going to play for me. Hold on. Let's see if we can get here. Um, well, y'all, this is weird. Yeah, because it was playing earlier. Yeah, we had it queued up. Oh, here here we go. Here we go, everybody. Listen up. Why was he killed? And I say that the deeper logic is, what if all black and white people and non-white people and white people love? What would happen to white people? White would disappear. You see, just mix all of the people on the planet up together. If race didn't matter or if color didn't matter... It follows with the jet plane. No, I'm not saying if it didn't matter. I'm saying that indeed, if there was a mingling of all of the people, because the ability, okay, fine. absence of prejudice. The ability, no, I'm, wait, don't confuse what I'm saying. I'm saying that if we mixed all of the people presently on the planet, stirred them up, that the white freckle-faced people white would be gone. Genetic recessive status would disappear. And that if you, if I did a survey and everybody didn't have to, you know, face anybody, if I said, how many people, how many people who are white want their children to be white, want their grandchildren to be white, want their great-grandchildren to be white, want their great-great-grandchildren to be white. And I've gone all over the country in England and asked this question. Everybody wants the children and the generations to remain white. If you do, then you have to do something to make sure that that happens. Mm. And I say that what the thing is that is done and particularly in relationship to black non-whites because we have the greatest genetic potential to cause white genetic annihilation because you're the blackest because we right the most color right we have this ability to produce melanin pigment we have more of it than anybody else and so the most pressure is on black people as a matter of fact the black people learn all non-white people over the world learn if you're black stay back if you're yellow you're brown stick around if you're yellow mellow white right i can go to england and the people can just say the same thing doesn't matter whether if you go to the philippines because there has been a confrontation of brown with white everybody knows the more pigment you have the more pressure that is on you yeah Hmm. But they didn't understand why. I said yeah. the why is for the purpose of white right. genetic survival. Um, there you go. There it is. So that's heavy. That is heavy. That is heavy. Because let's be real. And and many people have said this, and I've, I've even said this, and it's not nothing new, right? White guy, white girl. What do they make? White kid. White guy, black girl. What do they make? Black kid. 
white girl, black guy, what they make? Black kid. You know what I'm saying? So, unless it's white and white, that's it. That's it. it. Even Indian, Mexican, or I say Mexican, Latino, Mexico, because we're right beside Mexico, but, you know, Latin American, Latino American. Yes. You know, so South American, African, Indian, Asian. We have the pigment. Anything on the diaspora will negatively impact. Caucasian folks. Yep. And and it was it was crazy when I heard this because I was like, oh my God. If you got somebody who's a a active participating clan member, white nationalist, anything that is anti-black, anti-everything else, people of color, what would be a motivate a potential motivation? Because one of the things that's always sold is these people are coming to take something from you. Yep. It's generally something about taking something from these folks. And what are these groups generally like the clan when the clan showed their video in the, in the, I say the clan showed it. I'm sure the people who, who wrote the movie, um, birth of a nation, birth of a nation probably had some ties. To Absolutely. The clan. But when they showed that video in the white house, and I don't know if you've seen the video or, or have seen snippets of it, but mm-hmm. I've seen snippets of, I've never watched the whole because it's a no it doesn't have sound right yeah. you have to read subtitles um there was a there was a, a part in the, the video where it was like black people are going to take our women yes yes so which lets me know that they knew this a long time yes. ago like shit man if we yes. if black people and white people mingle then we kind of disappear so let, let's let's be historical for a minute just 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 for a minute during the crusades the Catholic Church in Rome, and this is England, they were very specific. If you are not a part of this church, yeah. you're dead. Pretty much. So that sent a whole bunch of people scattering that weren't killed. Yep. What is the possibility that some of these folks ended up in other places with people from the diaspora and that those folks met somebody fell in love or maybe had a little bit more money and were able to bring on a wife or multiple wives and all their children came out looking like the wife or their sons. You you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. There's no way you can sell to me that it wasn't known from the very first time a person that did not have melanin or, or the levels of melanin that we produce interacted physically sexually with a person that does produce it they saw the offspring and they're like wow and some because let's not be i don't want to be disrespectful here either white people ain't stupid yeah black people ain't stupid no culture is uh uh uh, by by just simple fact that they exist dumb so that means they probably saw them was like man if every white man laid down with a black woman or a, a dark skinned person and every woman with a dark skinned man, what would happen to us? Exactly. And I mean, you see that it, let's, let's fast forward, fast forward past the crusades, but you fast forward to the Americas, right? You mm-hmm. fast forward to the, these United States. Mm-hmm. And when, when black people first arrived here, um, 
they weren't enslaved. Mm-mm. They were not. Um, and black and white people intermingled. Had children, everything, right? And then that shift changed, right? When 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 black people became chattel. Yes. But what did they what did they say? Well, you become a slave if the mother is black, right? But if the father's not, then or well, before it was if you took the status of the father. father yes. So now you have brown-skinned people mm-hmm. who have the status of their father, who is a white man, mm-hmm. and can make moves like so a now white man. You're, yes. Exactly. And now I don't look like you, but I identify with them. Yes. Because they're my people too. Yes. I'm going to do everything I can to make sure I bring you up to be like them. Because if I say, hold on. My father, people living like this. My mama's people living like this. I'm in the middle. I can I can bring you up here too. Right. I can hold office. I yep. can do this. Yep. I can do that. Come on now. Yep. Nah, I'm with you, man. And and it's funny because even when you think about, like they had to come up with a a actual term, mulatto. Yep, mulatto man. They had to come up with the term. So for me, it's like anytime something has to be defined or given a a label or a title, there's a reason why. Yep. And words in this country, in this world, but in this country mean a lot. So one of the things I I try to look up uh, the etymology of a word, like where did this come from? And all a lot of it goes back to the to the Latin language and all this stuff. But you got to pay attention to that type of stuff. Like. Like just simply the word husband, it comes from the word husband. So housebound is how it would translate in our tongue. There it goes. You're bound to a house. So for folks who watch like uh, Game of Thrones, house of the house Targaryen, I'm of this house. You're bound to that. You're a slave to this house. So it's just interesting and, and you got to pay attention to that type of stuff. But yeah, man, I'm like, man. What would happen for real, for real? And then it makes me think like, so should we strategically as men of color go and try to have as many children we can <laughs> with, with white? It, it sounds funny, but, but think about that. Well, no, as a strategy. I mean, there are, there are people with that strategy. Yes. Let's, let's be real. There are. Yes, absolutely. Now, there are people with that strategy intentionally and there are people with that strategy unintentional true because you have a people who think like me he's like well shit i understand how this works if i populate this way then this is how this is going to work right teach them because i'm in control of what they know exactly that is that is legacy because you're 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 thinking way ahead Mm -hmm. but then you got those black people who think that they're white people who are like i'll never date a white woman or never date a black woman and then they do it unintentionally right yep so it, it's it, just, it helps either way. Yeah, either way, you're good, right? And when I say helps, let me let me qualify that. Because my goal, and this is the funny thing, I can't think of any colorful group of people whose goal it was to get rid of another group of people. So I take it back to, to our brother Nick Cannon. When Nick Cannon referred to certain folks as savages, historically, the behavior is savage. Yep. No, who wants to wakes up and says, I want every Jewish person on this planet 
to be gone. That would be awesome. I want every person of color, black, to be gone. That would be awesome. Who thinks that way? Who feels that way? To me, that savage mindset, savage behavior, would because no thought goes too far without action to follow. Not yeah. one. Yeah. So that means if I'm thinking this, eventually I'm going to act upon it. And then when I look at our a lot of the uh, issues that have happened dealing with law enforcement at the hands of white folks, my question first is, I wonder what was their interaction or was there any, any interaction with people of color? And then what was it? Yeah. Did yeah. they feel like the, the cool black dude did him wrong and punked him and took his spot and was cool? Now I got the badge. I got the power. I got yeah. the control. You're going to do what I say. And if you don't. So there's a free movie on, on, I don't know if it's on, it's on one of the platforms. Okay. Uh, Tubi, maybe. You know what Tubi is? It's like a free movie platform. You just download it. Um, well, it's free. Okay. It's, it's an app. But um, I think there's a movie on there called Cop. And it's about, it's similar to what you said. It's a black guy who, he became a cop and then he he has a bad experience. Mm-hmm. And then he goes and acts like what he thinks white cops do to black people. Mm-hmm. So he goes and acts like that towards white people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's interesting. interesting. It's interesting when you when you're looking at it because you're like, oh man, like you you see the parallels. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying, it's, and it's almost yeah. like that Wale video that we watched, the Sumi, where he yeah. had black Everything people be. Yeah, it was all flipped. Black people were white people, right? Yep. So, I don't know. Um, something something to look at. I think I think that movie's name is Cop, but but I'll and, I'll find out and I'll let you know. And the platform is called Tubi. Tubi. That's the like platform. T O B Yeah. Anyway, we were, we literally have like a couple minutes left. You got anything okay. left? Um uh I I have a lot, but I I'll keep it simple. Uh I'm going to speak only going back to the the politics thing to uh Miss Kamala Harris. I want to go on record of saying this. I, I did not see you in the best of lights because your time as AG or uh, AD. Sorry. She's attorney general. It was AG. Yeah, okay. She's attorney general. I was DA is not, is that yeah, what I mean? not, not AD. She's DA then H. Okay. So your time as a DA is what I'm speaking to. I was a little upset because it did seem like there's historically there is a, a evidence and record of you keeping people in prison past their sentences. And that's still true. But what I still saw and, and thanking you Todd for putting it into that perspective, I saw a, a woman of color being disregarded. And, and there was this feeling that I had inside that I didn't really understand what it was, but it was that protective nature of men of color. And it was coming out, but I didn't understand it because I didn't understand why it would come out for her based on my feelings towards her. And I want to say this. We all make mistakes. We all do dumb stuff. We do good stuff, smart stuff, whatever it is. But at no time should we be treated less than human. Exactly. And while I may not agree with Ms. Harris and her history, even maybe her present. should not have treated her that way and if if i were there 
and could have slapped him, I would have. There you go. And I'm going to leave with this. So I'm an African-American studies major at the University of Memphis. Mm -hmm. I am working. I am getting ready to start working on a project. Okay. And that project is I am going because realize we are not very far away from segregation. Okay. Um, what about 60? Yeah. 60 years, 70? About 65, 67 years, something like that. Um, I am getting ready to undertake a project. Mm-hmm. That project is I am going to find as many people in their 60s, 70s, 80s, even 90s if I can find them. And I am going to catalog. I'm going to sit down with them with a recorder and I'm going to say, tell me about segregation. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I'm going to put it together. I'm going to make a book. Or maybe like, maybe not a, like a regular book, but maybe like an audio or something. So we have that history because I realized that that every day, a little piece of that history is dying. Every day. And if yes. that history dies, what happens in Washington when they're like, well, that has nothing to do with us. It was so long ago. Right. I'm like, Mm-mm, we got, we got it right here. Yeah. So. I'm working on a project. If you have anybody in your life who would be willing to uh, be in this project, um, who experienced segregation, um, shit, 60, 78, 60 years, 70 years ago, whatever, reach out to us at bgtcast at gmail.com. Please, please do that. <clears throat> and uh, we're going to get this. We're going to get this together. Yeah. Because that's that's on that's on that's on the work in the works. I got two right now. Somebody 66 and then somebody in their 80s. Perfect. I think this is going to be amazing. It, they, the government did a project like this in the 20s to raise money or not the 20s the 30s is to raise money at, during the Great Depression um, so look I'm about to do it myself yeah that sounds I, I, yes yeah but I anyway, feel like I feel like they mentioned that in Barracoon actually that, yeah probably they did yes. I mean actually the story Barracoon, the Barracoon story is part of that project yes so yep. there you go yep because she got funded by yes you're got right funded by the government Zora Neale Hurston got funded by yep, yep. So, anyway, we are out of time. We'll be back soon. And uh, if not, I mean, shit, man, we got like 50, 60, 70 episodes you right. can listen to. Hey, we here. Pick one. <laughs> we here. But Pick anyway, one. today, we out. Peace.